Hi there, I'm Heidi Higgins, and you are listening to K-12 On Learning. As promised, today we will begin with part one of our Schooling Effectively at Home series. We have named it, Whose Job Is It Anyway? I've invited Deslin Meekham, a good friend, experienced learning coach, and K-12 family advisor for more than a decade to join us to talk about the importance of defining roles at home. You know, expectations are something we all have, and knowing what comes next will help your child develop confidence in their new routine and the new role each of you are taking on when schooling at home. This is an exciting time because school is starting and families who have decided to bring their children home and school them have a little bit of a task on their hands and we would like to make it a little easier. You are currently working in a virtual setting, correct? I am, yes. I live here in the great state of Idaho and I am an advisor at the Idaho Virtual Academy. So it's exciting. I'm working with learning coaches and students all year long. It's a very fun job. I really enjoy it. This is great because today we're inviting you as an advisor. We're going to be having children home. Sometimes the most difficult part of having children home and doing school is having children home and doing school. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. But we have teamed up for a little series and we're going to talk about some ideas of what to do as a parent, as a learning coach, as someone who loves these little people, but wants to see education happen in their home. We're going to team up and see if we can provide some ideas and some advice for families who have undertaken a wonderful assignment. You and I have both been at home parents with our children learning in a virtual school setting. And it's exciting to be able to see what can be done because first of all, we know a few of the pitfalls so we can help give some advice to avoid some of those. But each family, just like each one of us is different. And so here's some general guidelines. We'll go through different ideas to set them up for success for the year and get started strong and be able to pivot you know, as uh, struggles come along. And that's one of the first things that I noticed when I started doing this with my daughter. We did it in the elementary years and the middle school years and was really defining what my role was as a learning coach and as a parent. You know, I'm, I'm now doing two, they're kind of under the same umbrella, but they're very different because now I'm part of her schooling and I have a more active role in that. And so I found early on, I really needed to come up with some kind of a job description for myself. A job description for you and a job description for your daughter. So it defined what your roles were. Let's talk about how that's helpful. I noticed when my daughter first, as she became a teenager, she got her first job, you know, that first fast food job that she went to, and she was very nervous about it. She'd never worked before. She'd never worked in that kind of environment before. And so she was nervous about it. She was anxious about it. And I saw her go off to work that first day. And I was nervous, a little nervous for her too. And she came home with increased confidence because she went there and she knew what time she should be there. She knew what station she needed to be at. She knew whether she was going to be working on hamburgers or whether she was going to be at the cash register. She knew what she needed to wear. She knew all these different expectations that she was worried about before she went. She wasn't sure where her place was. And just, again, to see that confidence in her as she came home, knowing, oh, tomorrow I know exactly what to do and where to be and who to go to if I have questions. So it reminded me of that time when we were here at home where we both had to define our roles as student and as learning coach and how to define those. My husband, Dave, and I were both very active in our schooling. I was at home with her 
throughout the day, but then he would come home and he was also a part of it. And he's an educator. And we took some of the things that he did at a local brick and mortar school and combined it with what I was doing at home with her and came up with different plans. And so coming up with a job description early on was really important. And for me as a parent, we decided that my job was to give her the opportunity the opportunity to learn. And so that looked like I was going to make sure that we had a schooling area set up. I was going to make sure that the internet bill was paid. I was going to make sure that we had electricity and just, you can go down and when you think of all the things it takes to make online learning available for your student, it's a big long list. And that was my job. My job was to give her the opportunity. And as I looked at the online schooling portion of it, and as specifically as a learning coach, I needed to make sure that I was checking. I was checking my emails. I was answering my phone. I was making myself available, creating time so that I could be there to answer questions. I didn't have to teach her biology, but I needed to be available and know what was going on when she needed something from me. So again, anything I could come up with that would provide her opportunity to learn was really valuable for me. There were also some things that I decided because I quickly got into <laughs> a routine of, uh, have you got your work done? Uh, oh, this is due today. Uh, is your What time is your class connect? And it's really easy as a parent when we start to school at home to get involved in everything, asking lots of questions and it can kind of become a little bit of a micromanagement. And I wanted, one of my goals was I really wanted to spend this time with my daughter and create a time for her to become an independent learner. I also had to look at this job description that I was creating for myself as also what wasn't I going to put on my job description? And I quickly found that, you know, I wasn't going to nag her. I wasn't going to plead and beg her to get her work done. And I really had to work hard to take reminding off of my <laughs> off of my job description because pretty soon it can become my job, right? It can become my schoolwork. And that's where we look at this, whose schoolwork is it? Is it mine? Is it theirs? I wanted to make sure that she knew that it was hers. And I definitely had my job and I was going to do it, but she also had her job. That is a great way to look at things. If we do the nagging and the pleading, it does become our job. And Absolutely. they quickly learn who's who's in charge. I feel like, yeah, when those things enter in, it's no longer, you know, 50-50 or I start to take over that ownership of the schoolwork when I make it my job to remind her every day and beg her and plead with her. And so that's why I've now got my job description. I can look at it. I can know what I'm supposed to do, what it looks like. And it really is for me important for me. We also, you know, we'll talk about a job description for our students as well. A lot of this stuff is for us as learning coaches. That's what I have control over. I don't have control over what my student is going to remember or how much effort they're going to put into things, but I can make sure that I feel really good at the end of the day that I've done my job and be proud of that job. I love thinking that when the, the day ends that you have done some good work because 
you met your job description. And the job description is not making sure all the work is done, actually, but correct. Um, <laughs> correct. But making sure that you provided the opportunity for the work yes. to be done. Yes. Yeah. And that's a big, I work with so many learning coaches who take on their students, you know, grades as personal. You know, it's like, oh, okay, they're failing. I'm terrible. I'm not doing a good job. And I don't see it that way. As long as I'm doing my part, am I holding them accountable for the guidelines in our home, whether that's grades, whether that's chores, completed work, we're all going to do it in a unique way in our home. But I've set myself up for success and I'm going to have bad days. I'm going to have a lot of bad days where I may lose my cool, right? I'm going to lose my cool. I may remind, do a lot of reminding. That's one that I have to work really hard on the reminding, but I can pull it back. I can reset. I can fix it at six o'clock at night and still know at the end of the day, okay, I've met what I've done. My student has not gotten anything accomplished today. It's been a really hard day. They've had a tough time, but they're a good kid. I love them and I've done my job and tomorrow we're going to reset and we're going to start again. Or maybe we're going to reset at 8 p.m. That's the beauty of online learning is we can do it at home and we can really go with the flow and switch things up even on a long day. Or we may say, okay, nothing's been done today. I'm taking the evening off. I think it's really important on that job description that we think about what our availability is as a learning coach. I'm always a mom. That hat doesn't ever come off, but particularly as a learning coach, for me, I needed to have some set hours to begin with in my mind at the local brick and mortar down the street where my husband works. His teachers, you know, they get off at 3.30. I needed that same luxury. I needed to be able to know that I don't have to do this at 8 p.m. at night, even though my student hasn't completed their work and there's a major assignment that's due tonight. I can hold them accountable to it. The school will hold them accountable to it. There will be a grade that will be given depending on their amount of work. I was available during a set amount of time and they didn't fully take advantage of what I could have done or helped. I'm offering, I'm helping. It's a training session with our student, isn't it? We're back and forth. I'm making myself available. That's part of something that's really important to me on my job description. It's that I'm here and I'm available. But at such and such a time at 2 p.m. at 3.30, I have a lot of other hats that I wear and I need to be able to be the neighbor, be the friend. I need to be the wife. I need to be the grandma. I have a lot of other hats and learning coach is one that I sometimes I need to set aside. Just depends. But when I have that description and I know I've done my job today, again, I can feel fairly confident at the end of the night that we're moving forward. My student may be behind me a little ways and struggling. That's okay. That's okay. I've got this under control for me. And if I have a good sense of what I'm doing, I'm modeling something wonderful for my student. This is how we recover. This is how we move forward. This is how we make mistakes and we fix them the next day. I love that you're modeling the behavior that you hope to teach your children. And that is certainly the best way to do it. You brought up something else that's kind of interesting to me. You brought up that there's going to be bad days. (laughs) And as a mother of six, I remember with some in the traditional school, three were in traditional brick and mortar school. There were bad days. There just were. And yet the difference was with my three that were home was that I knew what they knew. I knew what they needed to know. And I knew what I needed to do. And it was that sense of confidence that let me get through those bad days. Working with daughters, it was kind of an up and down relationship (laughs) with moods and (laughs) everything else. (laughs) That mother-daughter relationship. Absolutely. That can be a 
it can be kind of head to head from time to time. <laughs> it can. <laughs> minute to minute. Even. There may be more tears, you know, it's <laughs> just right. it's the way. <laughs> but you bring up the best point, and that is that we know what the parameters are. We know what our role is. And if we stick to that, don't cross any lines and get into the pleading and the begging and the threatening. Right. It can take on a light that helps guide the child through the same situation. Right. And I think with that model, like have fun with your job, show that, you know, I love my job and it's fun now for me to model that for my grandkids and even my adult children. When I go to work every day, it's like, well, I love my job. So I'll see you guys at four o'clock and I'm going to work today and show them what that looks like really important as a learning coach that you're also doing other things throughout the day that you love. You're showing them that you're getting your job description done. Find joy in it, even when they're upset, even when they want nothing to do with you. I'm just over here. I'm doing my job. I love my job. Have we paid the electric bill today? Oh, I did. I'm so glad we have lights. So glad we have air conditioning. It's a hot summer here. Just find joy in those small things and model for them and talk about your job. If you have a a partner that is also working outside of the home, make sure, you know, when they come home, we talk about how was your job today? What did you get done? How, what does it look like to do your job? And that can, you can involve grandparents in that. You can involve older children that, you know, maybe are working. They're still living at home, but they're working. Talk about what it looks like to work, to have struggles, to have successes, but enjoy, enjoy your work. I think that's so important that we as a learning coach show them that we enjoy our work, which is being their learning coach and the joy that comes from that, even, even though they may not be happy with us right now, even though they may not be happy with themselves, usually is what it is. They're not happy with themselves, but show them, well, I, I love my job. Let's see what we can do to help you love your job more. And that's an important thing that we need to talk about is what is the student's job? It sounds so easy. Like, well, just get your work done, right? But it's your job, sweetheart, is to learn. And then what does that look like? What does learning look like in our home? What does learning look like in our online school setting? And so again, I'm going to go back to a list of words that I'm going to use and action words, you know, learning in our home. And I would have a conversation with my student. I would talk about all the things that I'm going to do. And I would make that list as long as possible because we really are. I mean, I'm making sure that there's food in the refrigerator, right? I mean, I'm making sure that there is food on the table and that you've got, you know, lunch and breakfast and dinner provided. I'm just all about opportunity to learn and their job is to learn. And so as I'm having a conversation with them, I'd ask them, what does learning look like to you? And so we're going to use words like, what time are you getting up in the morning? What, you know, when are you going to start your job? When are you going to hand in your assignments? When do these assignments need to be finished? What do we need to see at the end of our school day? We're going to use words like finishing, and we're going to use words like completing and handing in assignments. That's their job. I would have reading on there. Their job is to learn. And we're going to be really specific to the online school setting. But you can also use this as well with outside of your home. You know, what does it, there's a myriad of things it takes to run a home smoothly. And we can 
talk about all of that, what my job is in the home, what my job is as a learning coach, what your job is as a student and what your job is as my child in our home. So job descriptions, again, really give us a sense of what we need to do. They give us confidence that we can do it. And if we end up nagging and complaining, pretty soon we don't like our job (laughs) very much. And as a learning coach, that's why I try to keep those begging and pleading and really defining whose schoolwork it is. I want to make sure that it's really clear. This is my job over here. This is your job. And really defining those very clearly for each one of us. So at the end of the day, I can feel good. And on some good days, they're going to feel good about what they've done too. So when do you have this conversation about defining their job? And is it ongoing? I would have this conversation as soon as possible. And definitely it's something that you can, you know, switch up and change just as in, you know, both your job and my job, our job definitions change, the things that we're required to do change. And so I would definitely start this as soon as if you haven't done something like this before, as soon as as you're listening to this, I'd have a conversation with them tonight. And I would take a look at what I'm going to do. What does opportunity look like to me in our home? Every home is a unique situation. And so look and feel good about what you feel your job description is. And I would just kind of go back and forth with my student and say, okay, I'm about opportunity to learn. That's what I feel is important. And so this is what it looks like for me. Your job is to learn. What does that look like for you? And I would write it out. I'd have like my whiteboard or poster board and I would put a little line down the middle of it and I'd be like, you know, mom's job and John's job and go through and just come up with a bunch of different verbs that we can use. And Honestly, I want to believe that this is going to help them in the long run and it it will. But again, when we're looking at what do I have control over as a learning coach? This really is for me. I want to be really clear in my mind on those days when I struggle and my students struggling that I can reflect back on that. Say, okay, it is not my job to hand in that 10 page paper. That's not my job. My job is to assist. My job is to offer support. Oh, let's see. No, my job isn't to be up till 12 p.m. sitting at the table with a student who is being rude to me and is not engaged in the process. That's not that's I've given them the opportunity to learn. They're making the choice not to learn. And then I'm going to hold them accountable in other ways. That description just is something that I constantly go back to. And then, yes, we may need to change it and add different words or take different words off as we look at it. It definitely it would be an ongoing process, but not something. I'm so glad you brought that up, Heidi, though. I'm not using the job description as punishment. Oh, you didn't assign to. Oh, you did it. This is not about punishing at all. This is just about being really clear about what we're doing and defining our roles as student and learning coach. But it's not about, we're not, I'm never going to use that job description as a club, you know, to say, oh, you did up. Okay. You didn't do this. I'm definitely going to have different consequences in place for just because that's what we do as parents. But my job description is just really clear and helping us look at it and say, wow, I wonder if if you're struggling so much here because, you know, you've missed the last three class connects in history and where does that fall? You know, is that part of your job is going to class connects every day on the job description? You know, let's take a look at that. I can just make the job description the way that I can ask questions. Let's see why you're struggling in history right now, or maybe why is math so difficult? My job is to make sure that you're attending these things. And as I've talked to 
you know, people at the school or I've been checking, I can check your grades every day. I can check assignments every day. That's part of my job is to make sure that you've completed your work for the day. I didn't have to teach you the math assignment, but I do check at the end of the day to make sure that you've completed it. Those are areas where Again, my job description lets me look a little closer and make sure I know what I've been doing and I can feel good about it, even when my student is struggling. And then we can reset if we need to, but that job description will continue to give us conversation starters when things get hard. When things go a little south, I can always look back to that and say, why are you struggling so much? The schoolwork isn't getting handed in or grades are failing, grades are falling. Let's look at their job description. And then it's also a good checkup for me because maybe I haven't been checking my emails as a learning coach. Maybe I'm getting some phone calls from the school. I'm avoiding a few phone calls. (laughs) Maybe I haven't been as available as I said I would. I've had, you know, maybe grandma got sick and I've needed to be with grandma for a while. Those are all okay things to check and then model for them. Oh, let me reset. You're right. You're right. There isn't any food in the fridge. You are correct. Let me fix that. You know, I mean, we can really, it can be lighthearted, but it also can be a good reset point for us. I'm not perfect at this. I never will be, but I'm going to show you how I reset, how I fix, what that looks like. And that I love being your learning coach. I love it. Many of us take our children so personally and failure of any kind is reflected right back at us. Right. And is it okay to fail? Yes. I hope so. (laughs) If it's not, I'm in big trouble. (laughs) I have failed a lot as a parent, as a human. You know, I make mistakes. I lose my temper. I I think I'm right. (laughs) That's a a problem. (laughs) You know, I think I'm right about everything, but I do like to show them that I, I know how to fix things. I know how to say, whoa, I lost my cool about that. Or, wow, I did not handle that very well. I'm going to take a few moments. I'm going to step out and I'll be back. I'm going to go pull myself together and I'm going to come back. And that's good for me to reset and rethink how I want to handle things moving forward. And it's also a good model for them. Doesn't mean that they're going to do it, but that's what I can do. And maybe that's something you're going to put on your job description, you know, model model how to fix things. I think that's so important for our children, our students, our spouses, our you know, our friends to see that, man, I struggle too. I really have bad days, but I know how to fix them. I know how to try again tomorrow. How can I, as a learning coach, know when my student's doing their job and what do I do about that? I think that can be part of the conversation too, when we're setting up our job descriptions. I'll say to my students, so how will I know when learning is taking place? Kind of just have that as a conversation. So how will I know when you're doing your job? I'm thinking, am I going to say I'm sleeping on the couch? You know, and you may have those conversations with, will I see you up and ready? Will I see you with your headphones on in Class Connect? Make them questions as I talk to them. Will I see your progress in your courses, you know, moving forward? Will I see green circles or check marks? Will I see completed items in the coursework at the end of the day? Will I see papers? Will I see handwriting going on, you know, depending on the age of your children? How will I know that you're doing your job, which is learning? Will I see a lot of tears? You know, we may. And we, we can learn through our tears. So that's okay. You know, again, we're just going to have this open conversation. Like, how will I know that your work's getting done? And your student may say, I don't know. And that's another thing when we're having this conversation. I'm really into this conversation. This is really important to me. It may not be important to your 10-year-old right now. 
and that you might get a lot of shoulder shrugging and I don't know, and eye rolling. They're not into this at all. Again, this is mostly for me. Really important. I understand whose schoolwork this is and it's not mine. Thank you for listening to K-12 On Learning, sponsored by Stride. To learn more about online public schools powered by Stride K-12, Stride Career Prep programs that foster lifelong learning, or any of the private school or individual course offerings, please go to stridelearning.com or k12.com. Special thanks to Tree K Studios for providing the music for us. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and feel free to leave us a good review. We hope you'll join us next time for K-12 on learning.